You are Locked On Clippers Postcast. Part of Locked On Los Angeles on the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Well, hi and welcome to another edition of the Locked On Clippers Postcast on the Locked On Sports LA YouTube channel. One of these days, I'm going to get that memorized. Thank you for watching us on the Locked On Sports LA YouTube channel and listening on the Locked On Clippers podcast feed. I am Pete Fox covering sports in LA for both ESPN Radio and NBC Sports Radio dating back to 2007. Uh, Clippers Lakers tonight at Crypto.com Arena. Last time these two teams played, it was uh, fairly ugly, a mud fight, a rock fight, a lot of different descriptions for a game that the Lakers really muddied up the water, which they needed to do, and it uh, worked to their benefit as they beat the Clippers last time. They've now, uh, uh, prior to tonight, they had won two in a row after losing 11 in a row, but tonight, for the most part, it was all Clippers. Of course, as per usual, Clippers come in as a big favorite, nine and a half points, uh, which of course they covered just barely 127, 116. I guess the biggest story headline of tonight's game, no LeBron James for the Lakers. So we knew it was going to be an uphill battle for them, but nonetheless, they made it interesting all night long and in a completely different way. The, um, the rock fight aspect didn't really happen until the fourth quarter. Uh, the Clippers though, I think we're ready for it. Uh, the sideline reporter talked to Terrence Mann in between the third and the fourth and asked him about it. How do you think the Lakers are going to try to get back into this one? And, uh, because at that point it was one Oh six 97 Clippers and they led all night long. Uh, he said, I think they're going to try to ugly up this game like they did last time. So not surprising. It worked for them. Why would they not try that again? But it was tough. Uh, in spite of D'Angelo Russell going off, you know, the Lakers didn't really have much. He was, he was their, uh, their big, their big gun tonight. And he was red hot for most of the night. Uh, tonight's postcast is brought to you by FanDuel. Make every moment more right now. New customers get $150 in bonus bets guaranteed. When you place a $5 bet, that's FanDuel.com slash locked on to get started again, the Lakers win this one. I'm sorry. The Clippers win this one over the Lakers. 126, 116. Lakers fall below 500 at 22 and 23. Clippers are now 28 and 14 and have won seven in a row on their home floor as they were the home team tonight. Uh, another stat that came in pregame, a lot about James Harden's uh, facilitating ability. When James Harden has 10 or more assists, the Clippers are 12 and one. So did he reach that magic number tonight? He did. In fact, with 10, he was red hot in the first half of this game. I believe he had 20 and finished tonight with just 23, uh, which didn't help me at all because my uh, prize pick wager or prize pick selection included James Harden. I did a second half uh, player combination tonight and uh, had James Harden in there and went over on that. And it did not work out for me. Uh, none of the, <laughs> I had three selections, Harden, Paul George, and Rui Hachimura uh, to go over their total for the second half. And none of them did it. Paul George came close, but nobody did it. And I'm on a, on kind of a losing streak right now. Things are not rolling for me when it comes to prize picks. I'm uh, in a bit of a funk, unlike the Clippers, who again have won seven in a row and are continuing to be the best team in basketball 
dating back to uh, December 1st. I believe this is their 20th win since December 1st. Uh, they were trading blows, though, early in the first quarter. It got down to two in the fourth quarter because the Lakers just didn't go away. They kept battling. They kept hanging in there. D'Angelo Russell was making shots from all over the floor, playing defense, blocking shots. He had a heck of a night. He finished the night in 40 minutes, going 9 of 21, hitting four threes for 27 points. So he was probably uh, the biggest factor that kept the Lakers in this game. As I said, they got it down to two. Anthony Davis also a nice night, finishing with 26 but the Clippers just had too much, as they normally do. Too much for anybody. Uh, you know, the second wave of scoring coming off the bench tonight was fantastic. So the bench playing uh, from Westbrook to Coffey to Powell all did their share. Two of the three of those guys had double figures, that being uh, Norman Powell with 17. Uh, Westbrook had 16. And Terrence Mann, who is a starter, but it's kind of more like a sixth man played just 23 minutes, seven of 10, two threes for 17 points. So they just had the scoring spread out all over the floor tonight. And uh, the, the, the sharing of the ball, which is something that's been going well for them lately, leading them to victory uh, tonight looked very good from the beginning of the game. Uh, they were all just kind of unselfishly moving the ball around the court. And it's something as a fan I like to see because it makes the game fun and interesting and it never makes you feel like they're struggling to get an open look or get a basket. They they pass the ball so efficiently that it makes the game just look a whole lot easier than when you have one or two guys that can score and the rest of the team struggles to score and you got to just find those guys. It, I always used to joke about Paul, um, Chris Paul and Blake Griffin doing that back and forth. No, you take it. No, you take it. No, you take it. And uh, this Clipper team is not doing that at all. They they share the ball. They find the open man, uh, and it works to their benefit. At the end of the first quarter, 35-29, because the Lakers were hanging around, and the Clippers were doing their standard issue, feeling out of their opponent. And uh, they got into the second quarter, started rolling a little bit. Uh, they talked to D'Angelo Russell, and D'Lo said that he believes that this is a rivalry. And mainly because TNT was billing this as part of rivalry week or something to that effect. Uh, I still go back and forth. I, I generally base my opinion on this not being a rivalry because the players, for the most part, don't believe that it is a rivalry. And that all comes back to the fact that the Lakers have a pile of championships, 17, and the Clippers have never even been to the finals. Once that changes, you could maybe consider it somewhat of a rivalry the Clippers, though, are going to have to go a long way to get into the conversation about this being a rivalry. Around L.A., as we all know, Clipper fans are second-class citizens to Laker fans, even when it's completely unfair like right now, <laughs> when the Clippers are the much better team, far superior team, they are still second-class citizens to the Lakers. So that ultimately makes it not a rivalry. When you're a hardcore Clipper fan, and I'm sure you all know this, and you start talking to a Laker fan, they just laugh. <laughs> oh, so you're so cute, Clipper fan. You're so cute. You know, well, I, I don't know. I, I, I go back and forth. Uh, tonight, it didn't feel like a rivalry. A couple of weeks ago when they played, it did. Pretty ugly game. Physical. Tonight, it was like an all-star game. Not a lot of defense. Passing around, open looks, ball going in. It, the intensity... Uh, 
increased in the fourth quarter, but up until then, not much going on as far as defense. Uh, but the Clippers win it in the end, uh, never trailing. It was 127-116. The final will take a break and come back and get into the bucket list. All right, the NFL regular season has wrapped up. Playoffs are almost wrapped up. We're coming up on the championship weekend, NFC and AFC championship weekend. And, of course, if you love placing bets, this is the time of year to do that because for whatever reason, it is way more fun and more interesting with football. Right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets guaranteed when you place a $5 bet with America's number one sportsbook, FanDuel. That's 150 bucks in bonus bets, win or lose. The FanDuel app is so easy to use, and there are so many different ways to bet, like same-game parlays, find bets in the new Explore tab, make a parlay in the Parlay Hub, the best way to find popular parlays, and a whole lot more. So visit FanDuel.com slash on and make your first bet a layup. FanDuel, official partner of the NFL. I forgot to put in the overlay. So maybe I do it right now. How about that? Give FanDuel some pub during the uh, bucket list. (laughs) Bucket list brought to you by FanDuel as well. (laughs) Usually when we do uh, the bucket list, I get into it by going to the meat of the game. The part of the game where the tide really kind of turned and went in the favor of the Clippers. And uh, I I guess this one would, you know, it did get close in the fourth quarter. So let's, I guess, start there when it, it got down to uh, four points, even two points at one point. And uh, it was all about Norman Powell for the Clippers in the fourth quarter. He had a layup at the 830 mark to make it a four-point advantage, 110-106. Then about a minute later, his first three of the night, that made it 113-108. So this is really when they started to pull back away. They had it up above 10 for a good portion of the third quarter. Uh, right there in line with my theory of win the third quarter, win the game. That used to be a theory that I relied on when it came to making wagers. Not so much anymore, but it does hold true quite frequently. Clippers uh, didn't, though, win this third quarter. They lost 33-29, so it wouldn't hold true in this case. So that's why I've kind of backed off on that that rule of thumb. But they did play well in the third quarter. Pull they, they Again, had a pretty substantial lead for portions of the third quarter they were up uh 10 and 14 at one point during the third quarter the lakers battled back and got it down to single digits but norman powell pulled them away and and created some space for the clippers over the lakers the 545 mark he had another bucket uh part of a 7-0 run to make it 117 108 then amir coffee hit a triple at the 321 mark to make it a 10 point advantage 122 112 And from there, the Lakers waved the white flag and there wasn't much else to speak of as far as a run from the Lakers. But uh, all in all, uh, a good effort across the board from pretty much everybody on this team. I I guess you would say the the one guy that really didn't show up tonight was Mason Blumley as they didn't have any points. Uh, Terrence Mann had a nice night again in 23 minutes. He scored 17 points. He got the scoring rolling as he does pretty often. He had the very first bucket for the Clippers, and then he had a reverse layup, which was just sweet and fancy at the 841 mark of the first quarter. That made it 11-8. Harden hit a three at 739 to make it 16-10. He had 20 in the first. He was red hot. I thought there's just no way he's going to fall apart. He's going to keep this going all night, and he did not with just three in the uh, second half. Uh, Russell Westbrook 
a, uh, a, a three that was interesting based on the fact that he had lost his shoe, my shoe, my shoe, and uh, kept playing. I always find that surprising because it's so slippery on those floors, but he lost his shoe. He kicked it off to the sideline, uh, dribbled to the top of the key, maybe a little towards the wing and buried a three at the uh, 27th second mark. That made it a four-point advantage, 32-28. And then he had a layup uh, and a foul after getting his shoe back uh, at the two-second mark of the first quarter to make it 35-29. Another trend for the Clippers that Clipper fans have to feel good about. I know I do. The fact that they always, seemingly, every night in the fourth quarter, they, I'm not sorry, in the fourth quarter, the end of quarters, they make a run, score some big buckets at the end of quarters. All right, FanDuel, I'm taking you off of the bottom of the screen now. <laughs> uh, so that's to me is something that is positive from the standpoint that they feel the importance, even though it's early in the game, first, second quarter, it is crunch time. When that clock is winding down at the end of a quarter, the Clippers potentially feel a little pressure there and rise to the occasion scoring baskets at the end of quarters. They do it night after night, quarter after quarter. So Russ had a layup and a foul at the two second mark. And of course he made the free throw again, 35 29 at the end of the first. Uh, then early on in the second quarter, Russell Westbrook kept it rolling a steal and a dunk. That was 11 45 of the second to make it 37 29. Harden hit a three at the 10-23 mark. That was uh, uh, increasing the lead to 11-42-31. Coffee had a three at the 9-09 mark, keeping it a 10-point lead. Paul George, uh, a little slow to get going. Kawhi got going early in this game, had a fantastic night. I'm surprised I haven't mentioned it yet. I apologize to you, Kawhi, and all you Clipper fans. Kawhi Leonard, a triple-double tonight, his second career triple-double. How amazing is that? Kawhi Leonard with just two triple doubles in his entire career. It really is surprising as versatile as he is. Uh, but he got going early, had a fantastic night. Paul George, a little slow to get going, did end up getting it rolling, but it wasn't the Paul George kind of night that we've seen of late. He had a dunk at the six minute mark of the second quarter to make it 58 49. Harden, a three at the 328 mark, laid in the shot clock. It was two or three feet behind the arc. Uh, to make it 65-55. Kawhi layup at the 128 mark, again, scoring late in the half, 70-57, uh, to 57, and Terrence Mann hit a three at the 42-second mark. So the clutch shooting from the Clippers is, uh, is just remarkable. Uh, at the end of quarters, when they need them, they get them. So they're continuing to play well. They are still the best three-point shooting team in the league, which... Uh, is one of those stats that you just love to have in your back pocket. When it comes to making threes, we do it better than anyone else. So that is fantastic. Uh, the third quarter, Paul George hit his first three at the 836 mark to make it 86-75. So for the most of this game, they were up around 10. Kawhi had a two at the 508 of the third to make it 92-85. Kawhi, a layup and a foul at the 439 mark to make it 94-88. And Russell Westbrook had a nice little stretch. Uh, a three at the 331 mark to make it an eight-point advantage. Then he had another three a couple of minutes later, right at the one-minute mark of the third quarter, make it 103-94. And then Coffee hit a three with 1.1 on the clock. Again, late in the quarter, 
106-97. And Ty Lu, Ty Lu to get some credit for some timely timeouts, which we will talk about uh, in our final segment coming up right after this. Thank you for watching us on the Locked On Sports LA YouTube channel and listening on the Locked On Clippers podcast feed. It is Locked On Clippers postcast. Be sure to check out Darian with the uh, Locked On Clippers daily podcast where he gets into this and more your team every day on Locked On Sports. All right, as I mentioned, I had a prize pick going during this game with the Clippers, and prize picks is the largest daily fantasy sports platform in North America. I find it fun. I find it entertaining. I had a nice little streak when I first signed up and won a few and got a little aggressive and cocky and uh, have gone on a bit of a losing streak here so i got to get uh, got re got to get refocused and recentered it's an easy it's an easy way to make uh watching games more exciting and play dfs it's just you against the numbers which makes it a little bit more fair instead of battling thousands of other players including pros and sharks you pick more or less on 2 to 6 players and their stat line projections for the night and watch the winnings roll in up to 25 times your money if you hit that 6 player uh, stat projection with basketball season rolling right now. You can pick combo projections across two sports from the specials league. That means combining, let's say you can combine basketball and hockey, basketball and football, football and hockey, whatever you want to do to get crazy. It's all, it's all very fun. You can also put together uh, pick combos like I did tonight with three basketball players from this Clippers Lakers game. Again, I had Harden in the second half to score just nine points. I figured when he had 20 in the first he was going to make have nine, no problem. He had just three. I had PG to go over 12 and a half in the second half. He had 11, and I had Rui Hachimura on points, assists, and rebounds above nine and a half. He had six. So I was 0 for three, but still fun. Uh, I do have to say making the initial deposit was super painless and hassle-free. I also received 100% bonus up to $100. It's lots of fun. It makes any game more interesting. So check them out. Go to pricepicks.com slash LockedOnNBA and use the code LockedOnNBA for the first deposit. Match up to $100. Again, that's pricepicks.com slash LockedOnNBA. And I forgot their overlay as well. So we're going to do this right now. These next few minutes of the Locked On Clippers postcasts are brought to you by Prize Picks. We're going to get into our superlatives here in just a little bit. And uh, tonight was not too terribly hard to figure out uh, who deserved recognition in this one. But as I said uh, before the break, Ty Lu had no fewer than three very timely timeouts when he felt the Lakers were going on a run. And this is one of the things that I find amazing and remarkable. And I, I give kudos to Ty Lue for doing this because a lot of times as a fan, you're watching these games and you feel the other team starting to make a run and you kind of go, what is the coach doing? Why is the coach not calling timeout? What are you doing? Ty Lu tonight anyway, always called timeout when I was just thinking that even one, one or two times before I'm like, Oh, it's fine. Don't worry about it. We're good. We're good. Oh no. Timeout. He would call timeout the second he felt anything starting to get out of control a little bit for the Lakers. And, uh, seemingly every time the Clippers would come out and 
refocus and get back on track, get back in control of the game. So good job. Kudos to Ty Lu tonight for uh, calling timeouts at the appropriate time. Uh, probably one of the bigger ones in the third quarter to 10 28 mark. Uh, the Lakers had gotten into an eight point uh, deficit. So eight points. You think, oh, we're cool. We're up. We're good. Nope. Nope. 79-81. I'm sorry. 79-71. After that, the Clippers came out and extended the lead, pulled it out to double digits, got up to about 14 at that point. Uh, so as I said, all in all, uh, a good night for Ty Lue and the Lakers battled uh, from end to end all night long. It was a fun game, but it, it wasn't too terribly rivalry-esque. It wasn't physical. There wasn't any John. I saw a lot of smiles, a lot of laughing, uh, just like dudes down at the rec center playing some hoops. I don't know. This is what makes me think it's not a rivalry. At the same time, you're in the same building. How can it not be a rivalry? You share the same city. Uh, you know, it, 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 to me, ultimately, it comes back to the fact the players don't believe it's a rivalry and uh, the fact that the Lakers have... 17 Larry O'Briens and the Clippers have zero. I have as many championships as the Clippers. <laughs> so hopefully that changes soon. Uh, as you know, this is the final year for the Clippers to play in the uh, crypto.com arena with the Lakers starting next year. They will have their own arena. How cool would it be to open that arena with a championship run? May not be a championship, but at least a run would be really cool. <laughs> I, I don't know. I, I look at this team and I think they are so loaded and so deep. How can they not make a run at a championship? You, you, you look at the West and you go, all right, are the Timberwolves that good? They lost to the uh, Charlotte Hornets last night after Carl Anthony Town scored 62. How do you lose a game when a guy on your team scores 62? That is embarrassing. How do you lose a game to the Charlotte Hornets who have 10 wins now? That's embarrassing as well. So I look around and I go, I, I, you know, the Bucks are so, uh, they're in the East. Never mind. Uh, the Oklahoma City Thunder, no, they're not a threat. Obviously, Denver is because they're the champions. You can't take away what they did last year. You have to give them respect. But who else do we really give a ton of respect to in the West? I guess you could give a little to the Lakers because of what they did last year. And they kept the nucleus together. LeBron is the greatest player in the game right now, or one of them anyway, even though he's old. Uh, Anthony Davis is an all-star. So they could replicate that again. I feel like they're playing the regular season, just doing the, it's fine. All we need to do is get in. All we need to do is get into the playoffs like they did last year get into the play-in tournament for that matter. They don't necessarily need to be the sixth seed or the five seed or even the eight seed. They just want to get into the play-in tournament and, and start playing at that point. Right. So, uh, I, I, I'm, there's a in the back of my head. I'm a little worried about them, but ultimately not terribly worried about any, anybody in the West. And I also feel like nobody's worried about the Clippers, which is good for us. Right. Nobody's thinking, oh, it's the Clippers. Look out. Everyone's thinking, it's the Clippers. Come on. It's the Clippers. <laughs> so the Clippers. Yeah. Let's do superlatives and then we'll get into the stats, uh, the box score, and uh, wrap it up. 
Good win for the Lakers tonight, 127-116 over the Lakers, improving to 28-14, and 14, extending a home winning streak to seven in a row. They're now 19-4 and four, uh, as the home team. So our superlatives tonight, without a doubt, best smile, the guy who smiles very infrequently, Kawhi Leonard, his second career triple-double in 38 minutes. He went 11 of 16, was perfect in the first half, did not make a three, perfect from the line, had 25 points, 11 boards, and 10 assists. I hope he smiled in the locker room a little bit afterwards. He has a nice smile when he smiles. It's just very rare. So his second career triple-double, Kawhi Leonard, the best smile of the night. Best dancer of the night, James Harden. Dancing around in the first half. The second half, he was still dancing. It just wasn't doing much for him. He played 39 minutes, hit four threes, going eight of 17 from the floor for 23 points and 10 assists. So he did what he's been doing. He just didn't spread it out over the entire game. He had a great first half and then uh, a fairly quiet second half, but did that thing uh, or had the results of his play benefit him again. A couple of times he was penetrating in the paint and the defender, I believe it was Rio Hachimura, uh, Rui Hachimura was expecting the pass. He was playing the pass. He's going to dish and he didn't. He went right to the rack and Hachimura backed off and it was an easy layup for Harden. So, uh, I, you know, the, I, I like that. I feel that like that's working for him and to his benefit, the fact that he's been such a facilitator and the scouting reports by all the opponents are expecting James Harden to pass more than shoot. It makes it a little bit easier for him when it comes to shooting again, uh, best dancer of the night, James Harden, 39 minutes. He scored 23 points and the best friend, Tonight, this go. Uh, sometimes I give this to the guy with the most assists, uh, but tonight this is the guy off the bench in the fewest amount of minutes who scored the most points, and that would be Russell Westbrook with honorable mention to Norman Powell. Russell Westbrook in just 18 minutes, 6 of 11, he was 3 for 3 from beyond the arc, scoring 16 points, and Norman Powell a big night, 8 of 14, uh, 1, 3, and 17 points. He hit some very, very clutch shots. Uh, a look up and down the entirety of the box score. Paul George in 30 minutes was 8 of 12, 1, 3 for 17. He had five rebounds, uh, four costly turnovers, three of which came in the fourth quarter. So that was kind of a uh, sore thumb on Paul George's night on the box score, his line. Uh, Kawhi Leonard again, 38 minutes, 25 points, his second career double-double. Mason Plumley was fairly absent. He was 0 for 1 in 19 minutes for no points. James Harden had 23 points in 39 minutes, just three in the second half, though. And Terrence Mann was uh, 7 of 10 from the floor, had a couple of threes, playing 23 minutes. He scored 17. Daniel Tice, 21 minutes, had three points. Russell Westbrook, uh, 18 points, 6 of 11, three threes for 16 points. Amir Coffey, a nice night. He only missed one shot in 24 minutes and was perfect from beyond the arc, going three of three for nine points. Norman Powell again, 27 minutes, eight of 14 for 17 points. Uh, as the Clippers win it, 127, 116, their 20th win since December 1st, and can continue to be uh, the best team in the NBA since December 1st. And now, uh, I, I guess they've had this stat. Uh, 
um, what, what would you call it? This it's not an award, but uh, this leading statistic of the best three pointing shoot te- the best three point shooting team in the league uh, for quite a while. But I was just made aware of it today. So that's something else we can hang our hat on and feel good about for this Clipper team who just continues to roll. Uh, my name again, Pete Fox. Thank you for watching us here on the Locked On Sports LA YouTube channel and listening on the Locked On Clippers podcast feed. Again, don't forget to check out Darian tomorrow with the Locked On Clippers daily podcast, your team every day. We thank you for joining us here. We will catch you on Friday. So we're off for a couple of days. Clippers head out on a lengthy Grammy road trip, which will include uh, some tough opponents, including the Boston Celtics and the Philadelphia 76ers. So we'll check you out on Friday. Have a good night.